Hey, and welcome back to Next Level Leaders podcast, where I help women in entry-level roles grow their confidence and advance their career. Today, I'm going to answer the question, how can you embrace the failing fast mentality? Because let's be honest, if you're a female in the workplace, you might think, I can't show weakness. I can't fail. I don't want to fail. For me, I first heard of this concept of failing fast when I first joined a startup. I had previously worked for a very well-established company who'd been around for over 20 years. And honestly, I had never thought about failing as a good thing until I started in the startup culture. It was definitely interesting and challenging for me to try on this new concept of failing fast. So what is that exactly? Failing fast is when you are trying new and different things to see if you can make processes better, faster, trying to improve an overall experience. And when you fail fast, it means taking risks and being willing to make mistakes, which I think is very different than what my experience was growing up with my parents and that generation where failing was never a good thing. And it was something to be looked down upon. So to have that shift as failing as a bad thing to failing as potentially a good thing Where does that land you in terms of your thoughts and feelings? I thought it was an interesting concept and I thought, is this actually setting me up for success or is this setting me up for failure? And I quickly started leaning into this and thinking, okay, let's give it a go. But there were a couple of things that I had to think of first. One thing I needed to think about was how can I embrace this failing fast mentality with a perfectionist mindset? And part of that was recognizing where I feel safe to make mistakes. And in those situations, I think of my immediate friend group, my relationship with my spouse, my family. That's where I feel safe to make mistakes because they understand that doesn't define me. They see me as that whole person. They recognize that mistake is not the end of the world. Now, when I'm thinking about that in the workplace, who do I feel most safe to make mistakes around? And those relationships that I've built with my team members and team leaders and management. If there is not a foundation of what is called psychological safety, it's having that foundation of trust that you've built with this leader. And it doesn't come quick within a day. It's something that you need to build with time with this person or this leader, whoever it is that you're working with. When you have a foundation of psychological safety and you trust the relationships around you, you will likely lean into recognizing that you can make mistakes and you are going to recognize that it's safe for you to fail fast in these terms. Something else that has helped me with embracing this mentality as a perfectionist is learning from each of these experiences. As I was mentioning, when you're reflecting and you're going forward with a project or with whatever it is that you're leading and you recognize this isn't going in the right direction, think for a moment, what isn't working? What is working? Do you feel comfortable and safe to go to that leader or to your team and say, hey, I'm kind of struggling. I'm not making progress. These are the things that I have done. This is what's working. This is what isn't working. And asking for advice of what my leaders or team members have to share with me that can either help me to 
make some changes or maybe consider scrapping this project or heading in a different direction. And again, it's not owning it as a failure and defining yourself as a failure. You want to celebrate that catching things sooner rather than pushing things along and hoping that at some point it works is the better way to go. I've seen many organizations who are practicing the opposite. They don't want to fail, so they are trying so hard and putting so many resources and time and energy and money into these projects that aren't going to be successful and maybe are proven to not be as helpful as they once thought. And when we can recognize, hey, this isn't working, and here's either where I could use help or here's where I'm going to need some guidance to head in a different direction, that is what is showing that you have a bigger picture mindset and you're learning and you're growing from these experiences. That can be such a great relationship between you and that leader or you and your team when you are providing that feedback and you're getting feedback. You're having those conversations to recognize when you need to pivot or when changes need to happen. The failing fast mentality is not pushing things along to see where things go. It is recognizing when to stop or to make those changes. Goals change, visions change, and being able to recognize when you need to stop working on that project or make those changes is extremely helpful. Part of that is building that relationship with your leader and other leaders, as well as being able to reflect and having that bigger picture mindset to recognize when you can make those changes and learn from those experiences. So the next time you take on another project, you're going to be thinking, okay, that's similar to what we did with this other thing that I was helping on, and that didn't work because of this reason. So let's think of alternative solutions that could work and start brainstorming in advance. This can help things move along faster and help avoid potential issues. It's valuable to embrace this failing fast mentality, but I definitely think it's also worth considering who are they celebrating within your organization? Who is failing fast? Is it people up high in the C-suite? Maybe it's the director level. Maybe it's the male team members in your workplace. They're going to say, hey, this person really embraced the failing fast mentality and we're loving what they're doing. And then you feel like you do something different and maybe it isn't celebrating. Maybe it's seen as negative. And those are opportunities for you to have conversations with your leader to help them recognize what you are doing and what efforts you are making towards failing fast and getting that feedback to see if there are different things that you could change. Overall, the biggest thing is building those relationships and recognizing when change needs to happen or when you need to reach out for help and for feedback. Now, if you found this episode helpful, I would love for you to check out my career journal It is full of over 100 prompts to help you in preparation for that next promotion. It's going to help you be seen as a leader even without the title. Check out the link in the show notes and get your copy from Amazon today. Until next time, we'll see you later.